Underneath it all, who are we sexually? Bible, cufflinks, and stilettos, with Giselle St. James. Monday nights at 10 p.m. For mature audiences only. cufflinks and stilettos everybody welcome welcome i hope you've been well since the last time we saw each other as for me i have been so excited to be here with you tonight and i really rushed over as the clock struck four i rushed over because i really really wanted to be here with you tonight so if you know me you know that four o'clock and work is not me i'm normally way into the night for me when it comes to work but when it comes to mondays i'm out of here by four 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 because on mondays i have to be with my BCS peeps. So what up, everybody? What up, what up, what up? As you know, I am Giselle St. James, author, counselor with experience as a social worker. I write romance novels. Mm -hmm. And while I'm here, I try to talk up a steam while I'm here on this show. And this is all in hopes of empowering couples who want to have successful marriages. Now, you and I both know that it requires more than just sex to, uh, in order to have a great marriage, don't it? Yes, we know that. But research shows, ladies and gentlemen, you guys out there, that a failed sex life often leaves persons living in torment. And these broken relationships often leads to divorce. Now, if you don't want that to be your fate, Join me live on Mondays at 10 p.m. And you may be lucky to get your questions answered. And you know what? If you need support beyond this show, you may check out our family empowerment program at familyalltheway.com. And also, you may email us at family, info at familyalltheway.com or family at umeradio.com. Tonight, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we'll continue to explore the topic, are we raised to value sex? So come on, man, let's reason together, join in on the conversation. And if you find this information useful, I want you to continue to share this video, comment, like, subscribe. Oh, and don't forget, to make sure that you click that notification bell so that you'll always be reminded of when we go live. So as you know, before we get into our show tonight, we like to do our little self-check exercise. So out loud or in your head, I want you to say this with me. I am relaxed. I am open to what this segment tonight will teach me about myself. I am excited to share this information with my partner. I am ready to put into practice what I have been empowered 
to do. I am going to ask questions, share my experiences, anything that will enhance this session. And so, Lord, we commit tonight to you in a very powerful way. We ask that you continue to give us insight into those things that will help to improve the relations between a man and his woman. Lord, we are so happy that you made us such sexual beings. And I'm happy that we are owning that side of us in order to help to enhance what you have put together. Thank you for what we'll discuss tonight. And I thank you for those persons who will go home or while they're at, they're at home will practice what they've been empowered to do. We are committing these relationships to you in a mighty way. Thank you for what you will do in Jesus' name. Now, ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight is Robert Anthony. Robert is a multi-talented poet, a motivational speaker, spiritual leader, author, and youth leader. He is transparent and seeks to be transformational in how he interacts with others. Hailing from humble beginnings, he keeps his feet firmly grounded in pragmatic theology and radical Christianity. Welcome, welcome to Bible Cufflinks and Stilettos, Roberts. Welcome. Thank you, ma'am. I am so happy to have you here. Boy, a long time we know each other, don't you, Robert? Yeah, while. Far. Yes, yeah, while. <laughs> far. We're coming from far. So, so, Robert, we have been talking about this topic since last week. Are mm -hmm. we taught to value sex? And I just wanted to share something because we want to get a little deeper this week. So, according to Grossman, Jenkins, and Richard in 2018 in their article, Parents' Perspective on Family Sexuality Communication from Middle School to High School in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, they say, parents' conversations with teens about sex and relationships can play a critical role in improving teenage reproductive health by reducing teens' risky sexual behavior. Mm -hmm. So, Robert, talk to me. Talk to the viewers. Do you think as a people we place any worth on sex and physical intimacy? All right. So, as I thought about this, there are two perspectives that we can come from to speak about, if you want to call it the, the devaluing of sex. All right. Um, and I, I can get a little bit nerdy um, first. So many, some people reject it. Some people reject it in terms of what they call PSTS, post-slave traumatic syndrome. Ooh. And I know, yes, we're back on slavery, we're back on slavery, and persons are trying to say we are beyond that. But we're not really beyond that. Mm -hmm. What this is, is a multi-generational attachment to certain of the dehumanizing practices mm -hmm. that we would have undergone as a people. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, you want to reject it. Why not try to treat the thing before you throw it out? Because when you think about persons who have been oppressed or enslaved, not just blacks, right, have had the opportunity to live in a predominantly white environment, but they had their struggles as well 
in terms mm -hmm. of oppression and you know, being almost removed from their own society. And that's in not Northern Ireland. Their, yes, not having rights yes. in their own society. Mm -hmm. Now, because of what they went through in the 60s and 70s, I find similar practices, very, very similar practices in terms of substance abuse and mm -hmm. sex among oh, that far removed society from Jamaica Come and on. from the Caribbean, from South America, because Brazil has one of the largest black or African population as well in the world outside of Africa. Yes. And you see the exact same kind of value system and the, the dismantling of their value system and mm -hmm. no people trying to get over this. Yes. Yeah. So yes. That, that's just laying the, the nerd foundation that there is that thing. When we think about how men were treated, for example, we are Jamaicans in Jamaica, but not just Jamaica, wherever African slaves were, the mm -hmm. males were taught to be, you know, kind of the village ram. So he goes around yes, and mm -hmm. impregnates women. So one male having maybe 15 children on a plantation. That's right. Because yes. it's just a cattle and his role as the sturdy you know strong body kind of man strong is body book. Yes. yes yes it's just to go out and impregnate women so we see where mm -hmm. this kind of uh promiscuity can if not dealt with from that perspective mm -hmm. can infiltrate how the generation before affects the generation now and then the no, generation yes. coming, you know in yes. terms of how sex is taught to people and how it's viewed how it is viewed as well mm -hmm. yeah in a contemporary setting, we look on how society treats sex. So one man says, show me who writes the song of a society or a nation, and I don't care who writes her laws. Mm. I think we undervalue the effect of music and song and songwriting wow. on the yes. psyche of our people. Here's, our a, here's, people. What the, yes. here's what the Bible says. Here's what the Bible says. Speak Come to on. each other. Mm -hmm. In Psalms, a musical, uh, rhetorical form, art form, yes. literary form, hymns, again, music, and spiritual songs, songs speak yes. to each other. Mm -hmm. in, one, in one place, it says, encourage each other with these kind of, kind of formats. We, mm -hmm. we know the Saul story. Whenever we talk about music as a church, we can't escape the Saul and David scenario. Yes, the effect yes. of music on the psyche and the mental processes of a Come human on. being cannot be undermined. No. Let's start in America first. Me and Mrs. Jones. Woo! Right? This and is that's not, one of those popular songs. It's a very popular song, but this is a man talking about him and Mrs. And Jones. Wife. Yes. And somebody else's not wife. his wife. Right. Right? And we have all these side chick songs as well. Mm. You know, popular side chick songs, which continue to not just tell the man that he can have multiple partners, but telling the young lady that she can settle to be a side chick. A side chick. And those are what is feeling our, our, our young people's yeah. minds now. Yeah. And replacing the teaching that should have come. Even from us as parents, yes. now those songs are replacing those sexual values and mores that we should have been teaching them. Straight up. Yes. And if, if we come to Jamaica, it's a whole different ball game. Oh, yes. Right, oh, yeah. one of the most controversial songs, no, which is kind of dividing certain fractions of the dance hall, mm -hmm. is a song by Shensia. Yes, right. That's I, one. I, I don't know what the what the, what the, lyric, that's what the, the audience mm -hmm. is, right? Mm -hmm. But that song is definitely showing the divide yes. that is happening in our society. Yes. Where 
valuing sex is concerned right. and devaluing sex is concerned. Right. But that is that is the immoral side, right? Mm. Yes. I think the church as well has failed mm. to inculcate proper values mm. to prepare people for marital sex and the purity of wow. marriage. Because wow, wow. we have spent so much time fighting against the worldview that's out there in society, the, the mm -hmm. norms of society, and how society has idolized sex in a way that it has become immoral. Lascivious, yes. Yeah. So most of our talk about sex in the church is that sex should not be practiced in an immoral yes. way. So we don't do it. 20... And sometimes we stop it at that. Don't do yeah, it. That, that's it. And that's mm -hmm. that, that is it. We, mm -hmm. we are only pushing the fight against sex as an immoral act. Right. That is the only yes. thing we are pushing. Yes. So if I've heard 20 sermons about sex, barring maybe the one I've heard from Carla Dunbar, Mm. Everything else I've heard is fighting against fornication. Against fornication, yes. True, true. Let, let, true, me, true. Let, me show you, let me show you how this affects individuals in marriage. I was in the States and the church, we were for a youth conference, but I was sitting in the adult education class, right? And the pastor was talking about communion and, mm -hmm. you know, how a person should prepare themselves for communion and that kind of thing. And one lady, a married woman in the congregation said, the Sunday of communion and the Saturday night before the Sunday of communion, she would not engage in sex because she, she would feel a married woman. She would not engage with, in sex with her husband because she would feel wow. dirty wow. to take communion. Wow. And I believe, again, this is just how the church has constantly been fighting against yeah. sex yeah. As, a, as, as in, from a moral perspective, perspective. Mm -hmm. that people are coming into marriages and we have messed sex mm -hmm. even within the Christian the, 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 the church. So we have secularism which has muddied the water and kind of you know, mm -hmm. dirty up sex and we have religiosity which has also dealt with sex from a negative perspective. Negative perspective, yes. So I always use this one. We hear about becoming one and you know if you have sex outside of marriage you're merging your spirit and your soul, mm, with soul. Else mm -hmm. one flesh kind of one flesh but the one flesh union is i've never ever and i have a book to write but i can't write it yet but i've <laughs> yes. never ever heard never in my life heard and i've been to many uh church meetings right i've been preaching from i was 16 or 17 somewhere there i've been to church in south africa in Northern Ireland, I've been to church mm -hmm. in England, I've been to church yes. in Barbados, St. Lucia, uh, Grenada, I've been to church. I've, I'm all church out. I've been to church in a lot of places. <laughs> and I've never yes. ever heard one speaker yes. tell a married couple or educate people how to em enjoy or employ. Embrace it even. Intentional oneness of sex mm. in marriage. Mm. I have never ever, and that is valuable. That is absolutely True. valuable. It is. And I've it never, is. ever heard that. It so is. So I, I believe that in many ways, the church is guilty. Not as guilty because we are still trying. I, I understand the sincerity of the fight. Mm. I understand why we are vigilant mm -hmm. about yes, true. preserving the sacredness of sex and the purity of sex. I yes. understand. Yeah. But we were created to have sex for pleasure, to have sex that is pleasing, pleasing. When you speak mm -hmm. about 
the, the, the bed of the married people. Yes, it's, it's undefiled. Undefiled. Yes. Honorable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Talk How about do it. we encourage people to embrace that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do we encourage people to embrace their sexuality? Yes. Yes. And yes. yes. Sex. Right. Yeah. Yes. How do we? That's, we and that's so important. It is. That's important. Is. And that's one of my questions that I want to ask you. How do we start to have a conversation surrounding sex and physical intimacy? How do we start as a people to have that conversation? We, we first, I'm a Genesis 1 and 2 baby. Like my theology stems a lot from Genesis 1 and 2. And my anthropological views as well comes from that. So... In the beginning, God created man. The Hebrew mm. word used there is the word Adam, which Adam. speaks about man as a creational being reflecting his creator. Yes. yes. That's why it is as Adam that he was given the creative task to name the animals. Mm -hmm. Then the Bible says that God created now Zakar and Nekiva or Nekiba, depending on which Hebrew um, text to take on. Mm -hmm. So... Man as Adam is creational in the image of God, reflecting his creator. The next thing that God said about the human race after he now makes that gender distinction is that man is penis and woman is vagina. Because the word zakar mm -hmm. means phallic. Mm -hmm. The word nekiva or nekiva means to be pierced yes. or intrusion, that which mm -hmm. is hidden. Yes. So our identity yes. as the next identity is sexual. It's sexual. Wow. And we have Talk to, if we it. begin, again, Genesis 1 and 2 is crucial if we're going to understand kingdom living, dominion living on earth. Yeah? God didn't repent of what he did in Genesis 1, 28. He didn't repent of that. Mm -mm. Yes? He didn't repent of the intentions for creating man, which was to, do, to have dominion, dominion and replenish and all, that, that, all of that kind of nice things. But when God created man, Zakar and Nekiva, he created them to form a synergy of intimacy, mm. a synergy unrivaled I by anything else that was in the creative order because he gave man the, the, the mandate to replenish. So he mm -hmm. had to create not just the tools, the Zakar and the Nekiva aspect, the phallic and the pierced aspect of the humankind, but then he created them to come together to form one bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, flesh, flesh of my flesh. flesh. Yeah. Flesh that interacts. Yes. Is yes. what that is saying. Right? So we are created with the necessary part for flesh to interact. Now, I oftentimes tell people that it's great. I love how females think. But God did not use the psychological aspect of what a female is to define her. Mm. He didn't use the resilience or the strength, that kind of thing of a man or a male to define him. He used what was base and what is at birth can be identified mm -hmm. yes it's a boy it's a girl it's One a girl yeah to watch is meet the mitchells and this there's this you know <laughs> big thing about what gender is the baby so mm -hmm. those are the distinguishing factor and god yes. created us like that that's it he yes. took the light in creating mm. us with penis and vagina he took yeah. the light in these things yes no they were created for replenishing, but they were created for pleasure. for pleasure. Yes, talk about it. Yes, 
They were created for pleasure. We have allowed for too long the world to demonize sex by mm -hmm. putting this pain reality into sex. And if mm. the woman's belly bottom is not being punched, listen to the words mm -hmm. that the world used. Listen to the words that mm -hmm. the world used. And I did this in my youth group once. I gave the females a cartridge paper and told them to write on the cartridge paper what they would like the vagina to be called. Right? And then I told the men to write words on the, another sheet of cartridge paper of what the penis is called in popular or pop culture, in, in our culture. And I put both sheets of cartridge paper together. And the disparity was extremely staunch. So females came up with words like hidden treasure, golden apple, and all these wonderful, wonderful words that mm. they would like the Nekiba to be referred to as. Yes. Now, in our culture, the penis is called anaconda. <laughs> Rod. Rod. Mm -hmm. it, it, this weaponizing. And if you go to... Yes. The acts of sex as well, of, or act of sex, of sex, and what it is called, ramming, stabbing, slapping yes. up, mush yes. up, and these Dagger. kind of things, daggering. It removes yes. intimacy. True, true. And the church has to create a sexual culture within the kingdom of God oh that reintegrates intimacy into the sexual life. Boy, Robert, I, I don't want to stop you, you know. I don't want to stop you, but we are so out of time, and I just really wanted to, to, to get to some of these comments. You know, Satin Brownie says that she loves the sex education that's going on. Come on, she's saying that we have to come out of the dark and come into the light. Word. Go ahead, Satin Brownie. We really do have to. And she also says, I when we when we talk about um immoral within church and world morality or immorality is people everywhere in all places and spaces entrepreneurs aloud says the miseducation of a nation through the miscommunication of the single most important essence is in life sex so 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 true and you know i i, I also want to to look at what satin brownie says darn right and to enjoy it in action or conversation freely and healthily. Self-rescue your sexuality. And I just want to also look at Wamo Ministries. For most of the preachers, there isn't anything going on in their bedroom. <laughs> look at that. So heavenly minded. So they are no earthly good. How can you teach something that you don't have an access? experience about beautiful beautiful and you know Shantar Swaby I know we need an hour all this information is so refreshing and enlightening it's really great hearing this kind of information in the way that it's being shared Robert Anthony we are not done enough Robert Anthony we are not done talking about this we really and truly need to open the eyes and even the minds of persons who are listening all over the world listen we're in 116 countries robert mm. we are in 116 countries and 
all of these persons are hearing this message tonight. So we're not done. I want to thank you guys. All of you, Sutton Brownie, Sherry's Anderson, Shantar Swaby, Latoya Gay, who gave us the name of the song. She said it's called Lick It. Robert. You know, we want to thank one more ministries, all of our viewers tonight. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you, Robert, for coming in and really giving giving us a robust discussion. We're not through yet talking about are we taught to value sex? Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, remember. If you want us to talk some more about some things that you think are important, remember that you can email us at info at familyalltheway.com or family at umeradio.com. Next time, see you same place, same time, walk good. Remember, have great sex as the Lord intended. And now for today's spotlight. Yumi Radio was originally founded in 2009. Back then, it was called Advanced Media Production. After winning first place in the Jamaica Broilers Fair Play Awards, the company seized operations, around 2012. In December 2018 the company was rebranded, and brought back into operations with new ownership, and in February 2019, it launched its first radio station, Yumi Radio, under the call sign, WUME, DD, New York. Yumi Radio is a digital radio station, owned and operated, by UME Digital Media Inc., a digital studio and multimedia company, headquartered in Bronx, New York. Our brands are committed to inspiring, educating, and entertaining people, through transformative and empowering content. Our mission is to reach 1 million households, touch 1 million lives, and showcase 1 million brands. Get the Yumi Radio app for the full experience, available via your Apple and Google Play stores. If you want to listen on the web, you may go to app.umeradio.com or via our website at www.umeradio.com. Our content can be watched on Kareed Vision. You can also listen in via Amazon Music, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcast, Podbean, TuneU, Live 365, Spotify Stitcher Player FM Listen Notes. For all business inquiries, contact us at info at umeradio.com. This station is 100% community funded. To support us, please visit yumiradio.com forward slash get involved. Subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere online at UME Radio. Thank you for supporting us. Yumi Radio, positive entertainment 24-7. Did you find this information helpful? Please let us know. And if you have a topic on your mind, which you would like for us to talk about, do not hesitate to reach out. Email us at ltranswers at gmail.com. For access to resources and additional information, please sign up free at our support website, www.familyalltheway.com. If you need help, connect with Dr. Faith Walters at www.familyalltheway.com forward slash therapy with Dr. Faith. Get the help you need to develop and maintain strong, healthy relationships. Thanks for watching.